Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan Carson. I'm the Director of Student Ministry Matters, and I'm thrilled that you're listening again to the conversation about student ministry. As you know, we are in a unique time in our country's history and really in the entire world. On our last podcast, we talked about ministering to students during stressful times and what that needs to look like, how we point people to the God of the Bible and some things like that. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that one. On today's podcast, we're going to spend some time talking about that technology side, that side that maybe some of us are uncomfortable with, uh, but we know we've got to figure out a way to minister to our students creatively uh, during these next few days and weeks and maybe months. And so hopefully it won't be that long, but that's kind of where we're at. Well, on today's podcast, I have with me um, Chris Vines. He's with me again. Um, he is the student pastor at Garrett Memorial Baptist Church of Hope, Arkansas. But I also have a special guest with us. It's Zach Lee. He's from Oak Park Baptist Church in the Little Rock area. And Zach, it's great to have you with us. Good to be here, Dan. Well, Zach, um, you are relatively new to your role there, and so can you tell a little bit, little tell us a little bit about yourself and about the what you do at Oak Park? Sure. Um, so I I have been at Oak Park for a little over a year now. Um, I'm the student pastor there, so I am in charge of all things kids. So if it's babies, all the way up to uh, my seniors in high school, um, that's what I'm in charge of. Um, and I've been in ministry for about five years now. Uh, before being at Oak Park, I served as the youth pastor at First Baptist Newark in uh, near Batesville, Arkansas, and I was there for about three years. Um, and then, of course, came to Oak Park, and things been going well. Good, good. Well, again, Zach, I'm I'm glad that you're here. One of the things that we have as a part of our ministry is a Facebook group. It's Student Ministry Matters Community. We invite you to to join that, be a part of it. You have to send in a request. We do keep that as a closed conversation so that we can share about things and, and talk through some things. So I encourage you to check that out. But Zach started talking and bringing this conversation to light about dealing with with the situation that we're in, how we're going to handle that. Um, and so I wanted to bring him on and have him share some of the things that that he's doing. And we'll get to those in just a moment. Uh, Chris has put some things in motion at his church. But what I wanted to ask these guys to start with was, what are some of the things that your church is doing? I know that many of us are scrambling. We're a part of a pastoral team. We're helping the lead pastor figure some things out. Um, I know at Calvary Baptist Church in Fayetteville, what we're doing is we have put a lot of emphasis in these first few days of this week trying to figure out, all right, how do we get online giving going? And we we were able to do it, and I was excited by that. Uh, the other thing that we focused in on is what is our Sunday morning worship going to look like? We can't really 
come together as a body. Um, I know that there are some creative ways out there that people are doing. We're simply going to pull in a very small worship team, um, and then our pastor is going to speak, and we're going to be utilizing our Facebook group. Uh, One of the things, though, that I did find out, and I don't know, I just want to bring this to light, is that if you're using uh, music that is more contemporary in nature, you need to make sure you have a streaming license from CCLI. Um, that was something we took care of this week. But Chris, what, what is what is Garrett Memorial Baptist Church doing? Oh man, I tell you what, we are um, we we've been I think like most churches just trying to figure this out. So uh, and I, the reason I say that is I just want people to know that we are not doing this in, from a from a position of perfection. Um, right. We're all in this together, and so really what we've been trying to focus on is is not so much on what everybody else is doing and trying to keep up, uh, you know, in a time like this, it's, it's really easy to try to, to do that. Um, you know, and we already as a church, uh, have that temptation. I think we all do of where we see, oh man, this church is doing this and this church is doing that. Um, and so I, the reason I, I start my answer out that way is just because we, we had to just stop and, and think, okay, what do we need? What do our people need? <clears throat> And, and how can we best minister to uh, the people of, of our church? And, mm. and so um, that, that just, that's where we started this conversation. And, and that's really helped us to be able to think about the things that we're, we've done over these last few days um, as far as anything new or what we're going to keep doing. And so our, our desire has been to simply keep moving forward as normal only with the difference of where that normal is going to take place, like where, where we're going to be meeting. And so like on Sunday mornings we have over the past two years, we have already been doing a Facebook live. And so many of our people are, they are aware that those services are available online, but we also know that Facebook over the last several days has come with many distractions. And so we decided as a church to move our online services to uh, what's called church online platform. It's a free, free service, not paying anything for it. And it's really powerful. And we've test run it several times already this week. And it's, it's really cool. So uh, that's a, that's a good resource out there for anybody who wants to do that. Uh, And, and so we decided to do that instead of Facebook live uh, just because we wanted to be able to, um, have our people uh, be free of distractions and to be able to come into a, a, uh, an online setting that would be um, basically entering a, uh, an online church service. So, so that's what we're doing there. Uh, we also, well, Chris, have, oh, sorry, before you go on, yeah. let me ask, um, what was the name of that again? It's called Church Online Platform. Church Online platform. Yeah. All right. We'll try to put that in the show notes so that if you have an interest in that or need to look into that, um, that, that we'll find a link for you. Yeah. I think so go uh, ahead, Chris. I, I'm fairly certain that is a, um, a resource that is made available by Life Church, and, uh, and they, they, they have a full support system there and it's, it's really, uh, really a cool thing that they, they've made available for churches. And so we had just never known about it because we had never, you know, needed it. And so, um, very thankful for that. We also, as a church, we already used Planning Center 
Uh, I know some churches do, some churches don't have that. Um, but that's uh, the reason I mentioned that is because that's how our online giving is run. We have a text to give that we use. And thankfully, over the last uh, two years, we have uh, already implemented that. So we haven't had much of a, a learning curve there. But uh, if you're interested in maybe looking at what that might you know, be for your church, I would encourage you to maybe check out Planning Center. There's several other uh, way, uh, services out there that you can implement online giving. Uh, I think they most of them will cost you something, though. Um, I know one that I've heard and seen before is called Tithely. But I don't know how expensive that is. I just know that it's another one out there. Um, I can tell you about that one. I actually just signed our church up. Okay. It is uh, 2.9% per transaction plus a $0.30 cent, uh, per tra- transaction fee. And so if you use a credit card or a debit card, that's what it's going to cost you. If you go directly through your bank account, like an ACH, um, that is 1% of $0.30 cent per transaction. But there's no monthly fee on top of that. And so that's where you start. That's good. That's good. And then the last thing I'd say, Dan, uh, just to your question of what we're doing as a church is <clears throat> we we wanted our or we want our our Wednesday night activities and our uh, our small groups that meet on Sunday nights. We want them to continue as as uh, normally as possible. So we've uh, we are using Zoom in order to have those, those gatherings. And, and honestly, we, we haven't worked out the bugs on this completely yet because we're, we're gearing up to use it for the first time as uh, in that, in that way this weekend. Now I've used zoom several times personally, but we're trying to get it set up now for our people to use. And so it, it, there's going to be a learning curve just like in everything else, but those are the things we're doing church online platform for our Sunday morning services, uh, we use Planning Center for our giving, and we will be using Zoom for all of our small groups and uh, classes. Okay, great, great. Zach, how about you? What is What are some things that your church is doing? Uh, yeah, just kind of build off what Chris was saying. Uh, it was really kind of cool um, how uh, our head pastor, Brother Gary O'Neill, responded uh, with everything when everything kind of came down and started to get chaotic. Uh, and the government started to release a few things, uh, you know, just uh, recommendations and stuff like that. Uh, he formed a pandemic team uh, with oh. our staff and some medical professionals uh, just to, you know, kind of look week by week at some things uh, that we needed to do, to, um, some steps that we needed to take uh, in order to uh, just make the church run properly and do the things that we needed to do. And that was best for our church. Uh, yeah. So, so each week we meet with the, uh, that team and go over a few things uh, that we want to want to do or try to do. Um, so we already have our live stream that we uh, do every Sunday morning. Uh, we've been doing that. They've been doing that ever since I've been there. I'm sure they've been doing it longer. Um, so we have that uh, offered to our congregation through Facebook Live. It automatically goes to Facebook Live. Um, it also goes to Vimeo. Um, we're tr- trying right now to get it to where we can uh, get it on YouTube. Um, so there's just a several, but it's there's several different platforms that it goes to. I also figured out the other day um, that it actually goes to a Roku app uh, with people that have a Roku TV. Uh, you can go and search uh, the apps and search search Oak Park Baptist Church, uh, and there's an app. And on Sunday mornings, you can click on that app, 
and go to the live stream. So it's pretty Very cool. cool. Um, a lot of our Sunday school classes uh, and classes that are going on uh, during the service uh, have Roku's that are set up for that. Uh, whenever we're actually having service with everybody there. Uh, but now with everything that's going on, it's kind of a cool thing uh, for people to have uh, if they are, uh, you know, have a Roku TV or have some Roku device that is hooked up to the TV. Um, so that's really cool. Um, we're also continuing to try to figure out, uh, you know, how we're going to continue to hold services, uh, our midweek services. Uh, and we're also using the Zoom app. Um, our youth group has already got something going with that, and we can talk about that later. Um, but we're continuing to look for our Sunday school classes, uh, our children's ministry, uh, and other just ministries that are going on uh, during sure. the week uh, for to continue to have services, just to form some stability there for our congregation. Great, great. You know, I I think about all these things that many of us are having to put into place, and it sounds like both of your church situations, you had some things going um, beforehand. And, and I love hearing that, that you were proactive about this. Um, one area that I know that we're not really going to talk about today that much because we're dealing with student ministry, but children's ministry. Um, Chris, is your church have a plan in place for teaching or continuing to teach children during this time? Yeah, that's a good question, Dan. Um, so, I actually talked to our our children's uh, director uh, just a couple of days ago, um, and she is she already has an ongoing conversation with all of our parents in the Facebook Messenger app, and so okay. we we decided that the best thing to do for our children's ministry right now was for her to uh, to basically just shoot a video of of herself maybe teaching through the big idea for the week and uh, with some teaching points and things like that, making it fun and, and sending out that, you know, uh, short video through that, that, that messenger app to our parents. So we're not, we're not trying to get all of our kids, you know, on a, on a zoom meeting, but rather, rather just trying to <laughs> yeah. resource our parents the way that we already have been just in a different way and uh, and really encouraging our parents to be able to connect with their their kids um, using th- those resources. Mm, good. Well, my wife is a marriage and family therapist and she works with children primarily. And so they have just opened up teletherapy for everyone um, that is a counselor in the state of Arkansas during this time. My wife has some previous training, so it wasn't that uh, big a transition, but she's going more and more to that and uh, trying to get a five-year-old or six-year-old to sit still long enough uh, to look into a screen and to to talk to somebody or work through something. That can be a challenge. I mean, it really is. And so I'm I'm glad to hear that there's already a plan in place. Zach, um, children's ministry kind of falls under your purview as well. Uh, what do you guys have planned? Yes. So uh, just yesterday, we started forming a plan uh, for what we wanted to do. Uh, very similar yeah. to Chris and their plan. Uh, but I contacted our uh, children's uh, director. I'm, I'm over it, but I also have a director that's underneath right, me right. You know, that kind of you know runs some things, helps me out so I don't get burnt out on both the ministries. Um, yeah. But she, I talked to her yesterday. Uh, and just talked about a couple of different options that we wanted to do. Uh, and I think we uh, decided on one option that we wanted to do was just to do a pre-recorded, uh, you know, service just about, you know, where we have uh, a couple of songs that are played 
Um, and then our, our main lesson that is taught over um, by either me or her, uh, we haven't decided that yet. But so very similar to what Chris and them uh, have, just have planned. Uh, and then we'll just get that out to the uh, students and parents. And I messaged all the parents yesterday on Facebook Messenger, created a group with all of our, our children's parents uh, and told them uh, what our plan was going to be moving forward. Uh, and had some good response. A lot of them said, yes, we want this. We want to have something for our kids. Uh, I can imagine it's probably crazy having uh, the younger ones cooped up uh, in the house all day instead of sending them off to school. Uh, I yep. know it's already uh, crazy having them in children's church just for that hour. Um, but so they were they were very, uh, they responded well to it uh, and, and we're looking forward to it. So uh, in this upcoming week, probably not this Sunday, just because we only have uh, today and tomorrow left until we get there, but probably for next Sunday we'll we'll have a pre-recorded service for those kids that we'll release on our student ministry uh, specific accounts uh, that those parents can go to. Well, good, good. I like I said, I I know that with us we're still trying to figure things out, and um, and I think many of us are as we're trying to figure all this out. And um, those of us who work in student ministry may have multiple. Uh, responsibilities within the church and we're trying to help help the pastor figure things out our children's minister figure things out and so um man it can be tough but um this is the work god's called us to and it's a this is a really unique time and we have a a great opportunity here to to reach people in a completely different way and so i'm excited by that well today of course our our conversation is about student ministry um that's why you're here listening with us and and, and joining this conversation, and so we want to we want to talk about those things that that Chris and Zach are doing with their student ministries. I know that I'm still kind of playing catch up. We had so much that we had to put in place just for the basics of church online and giving online. Um, that right now, because of the way um, the schedule falls, spring break, we weren't going to have Wednesday night service, and then. Uh, when school got canceled, that adjusted what we normally would do on a Wednesday night anyway. So I have a little bit of a buffer myself, uh, but I want to get back connected with those students. I know with my life group, um, I lead a life group and we've already connected through Google Hangouts. And that was, that's been a trip when you, when you have people in their sixties and, and seventies trying to figure those things out, um, it's a lot of fun as they look sideways into a camera and you hear a dog barking in the background and, and you can't, it's, it's, it's a hoot because they're like, I got on, I figured it out. And, uh, but man, uh, it's a, it's a powerful thing though, when you can see a face and when you can just simply go around the circle and say, Hey, how are you doing? What can I pray for you about? And, you know, within that 30, 40 minutes that we had a lot of really good ministry was done. And so I'm hoping you know, I want to learn some things today. I want to figure out, okay, is this something I can apply in my situation? And so that's what we want to look at for, for just a few minutes. Um, Zach, we want to start with you. Um, what type of things are you doing as you minister to your students uh, during this extremely difficult time? Um, some ways that maybe you're creatively approaching the fact that you can't to get together as a youth group. Um, there is no, let's run down and grab a soda together, or there is no, let's gather for our worship, worship time. Um, 
I mean, we're, we're headed more and more to this point, especially since school is even extended further out that it was going to be closed for on-campus instruction. Um, you know, we've got to figure out a way to help pull our students together during this time. So, mm-hmm. Zach, what are you doing at Oak Park? Yeah, I mean, it really kind of stopped me in my tracks uh, when everything went down just because I have – I have a lot of students that are in sports um, and I know right. I've listened to y'all's podcast before and uh, Chris is, you know, has, has some kids that are in there, some kids that are in band, uh, you know, in, in the music. And I, I have several students that are in both of those. And so I had had uh, this month uh, just a few uh, uh, events where we had planned uh, that me and my wife were going to go out to uh, and attend with our students. I know I had a baseball game for one of my seniors that we were going to. And he was playing at another high school that we have a lot of students at, and we were going to meet them there. Um, and then we had a band performance that we were planned on going to, uh, and it got canceled. So it's just, you know, it's crazy. It's like, what do you do now that everything has come to a halt and you're not able to interact with your kids as much as you had planned uh, normally? Right, right. So I, I started to think, you know, what, what can we do? What is at least just the – the minimum that we can do to still have something to interact with our kids. Of course, we have our Wednesday night, uh, you know, service. That's our big service for our youth ministry, uh, sixth grade to 12th. And so I wanted to try to uh, have that same service uh, just over a screen. And I said, how, so I began to think, how can I do that? Um, So I started messaging them and talking about, you know, uh, ways that we could do that, talking to our students, talking to our college leaders. Um, we thought, well, could we do it over Facebook and Instagram? Yes, but then we wouldn't have that interaction of seeing the kids, talking to them, you know, and being with them, seeing their faces. Um, so we didn't want to do that. We uh, So then we st- I started talking to my head pastor and thought, hey, what's something that I can do to be able to interact with our kids? And he had mentioned Zoom, which 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 was what we had been using for our pandemic team when all this went down. Uh, and so he taught me a little bit about it. And actually, Chris, we had a meeting. Was it yesterday, Chris, or two days ago? I can't remember. It, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was, you know, all the days are running together now. Yeah. But, um, we had a meeting a few days ago because he was familiar with it. So uh, he was ap- actually able to show me a few things about the, the Zoom uh, system, video communication system, and how it operates. Uh, and when he showed to me that I can share a screen to my kids, uh, it sold me because then we're able to, I can show, go to Pro Presenter and show the lyrics that we have if we want to do a worship. Um, mm-hmm. If we're playing yeah. a game that's online, you know, I can, I can share that. If we want to watch a video, I can share that and they can watch that. So it's not just one camera fixated on me or going around and around and around to different things that are going on or recording another screen, you know. Uh, so that really sold me on uh, on uh, on using Zoom for our Wednesday night meetings. And so we used Zoom this past Wednesday night. It went really well. Uh, we, we had Facebook and Instagram Live going as well for our uh, just any others that wanted to join in and uh, and listen to us and and join in on the meeting, but we uh, we ran Zoom for our kids specifically. Uh, I went ahead and scheduled a meeting for uh, that Wednesday and this, these upcoming Wednesdays uh, ahead that we know for sure that we won't be meeting. Um, and they have that link, and all they got to do is go to that link uh, on a on a device that has internet, and they're able to uh, join the meeting. And so we, we had a game. Uh, we had all of our college leaders uh, get index cards 
and play uh, headbands, basically. And so we would come up to the screen and, and hide our eyes and point the index card into the camera. And we had, uh, we had divided the group off into teams, and certain uh, teams would help uh, our college leaders guess what was on their headband. I think we had Turtle, and we had uh, Smoke, <laughs> And we had Zodiac Killer and Jonas Brothers. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that was our four uh, things that we had to guess, our four college leaders. So anyways, but uh, and that went really well. It flowed really well. We were able to, you know, it, the, uh, it wasn't, you know, delayed or anything. Uh, so the kids were able to respond pretty quickly and help the uh, college leaders uh, play that game. Uh, so that went, went really well. Uh, and then Preston Jones, he's our worship leader for uh, Wednesday nights. Um, and he led our worship service. Um, and we had the lyrics going through Pro Presenter. So the kids were able to see the, see the lyrics and I could see them moving their mouths on the screen, you know. Uh, so that was good. Um, and then we went into our lesson and I went through my lesson uh, for the night. And, and we actually had the PowerPoint that goes along with my lesson that we always have on Pro Presenter as well. Um, going for them to be able to see. And I always have a handout that we give to our students uh, that has fill in the blanks as we go through our lesson on Wednesday night. Uh, and I was actually able to send out that handout on text and they were able to have it on the phone or print it off. And so they were actually able to go through the handout as well as we went through it here at the house. Uh, so it was a really, really cool um uh, just instant. It was different. It was weird because, you know, it's something we've never, I don't think I've ever done before. I'm sure a lot of student pastors have never had to deal with this situation before, uh, but it worked. And so we enjoyed it. That's good. It it sounds like you essentially did youth group digitally. Yes. Um, yes, exactly. You know, I mean, you figured out some of the nuts and bolts. And so some of the nuts and bolts that I have questions about uh, that maybe our listeners would too is one, is there a cost for Zoom that you're utilizing? Um, so me and Chris uh, actually kind of figured this out the other day. I, I'm sure Chris knew it prehand, but um, it's completely free um, to to have Zoom, um, and it's but there is a time limit for with the free version, 40 minutes. Um, if you want to go longer, uh, you have to buy a monthly subscription, which I think is fifteen dollars. Um, and I went ahead and just bought it for myself, uh, just because I knew I was like, "There's no way we're gonna be able." Because whenever I know when we get on, it's gonna take forever for the kids to get on. Then we're like, "All right, can we yeah. hear everybody? Can we see everybody?" And then, and then we'd finally get into uh, the meeting uh, part of the uh, of the night. And so, yeah, I knew we were not gonna last forty minutes, so I went ahead and got it. Uh, but yeah, fifteen dollars a month, uh, and you can have I think it's up to twenty four hours of meeting. Which I hope we wouldn't ever use that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a long, long youth meeting. <laughs> that is a very hey, long. I, and, I can't do that. And Zach, one thing I I don't know this for sure. I'm actually trying to find it now. But someone recently told me just I mean just within the last couple hours that uh, that Zoom may have lifted that 40 minute time cap on the free version. Oh man. So that'd be great. That, you know, if, if you're listening to this and, and that's something that's interesting to you, then go check that out. And, and if that is the case, then share that, pass that along. Cause it's really a powerful tool to use. Well, maybe I should get my money's worth there and host a 24 hour meeting. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, we can do a lock-in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, no. We hey, I've, got one, I've got one planned in May. You never know. Digital, <laughs> how long it's my last. Digital lock-in. Digital. That digital. sounds wow. even worse. Hey, than we actually, at the beginning of April, we have a planned uh, virtual uh, movie night planned. So, yeah. Okay. All right. I love it because it's creative. Now, uh, Zach, the only other question that I would have um, for you about that is, um, do you have like a webcam that's pointed uh, towards whoever is kind of in front and then somebody controls your computer or how do you do that? So um, for the first meeting, we just had my laptop. So I was able right. to get in front of it and then we would turn, you know, for the game, our college leaders would come in front of it. Um, oh, okay. and we would turn and then I, tur- I just turned the computer towards Preston when he was worshiping. Uh, but I actually okay. have a few, uh, web after thinking about it and after seeing how the whole meeting operated, uh, mm-hmm. on the techno technological side of things. Um, I have a few webcams that are uh, in, at my office. And so next Wednesday, what I'm going to do, uh, is I'm going to, uh, bring those webcams here, uh, install them on to my computer, plug them up and have one facing, towards Preston for when he, wherever he's going to be, uh, leading worship. One, uh, is going to be the stationary, uh, computer, uh, webcam for whenever we do the lesson. And then one that'll be kind of out in the open for whenever oh, okay. we do stuff. So I'm going to see how that works. But and we, we were, it, like I said, it went smoothly, but there's also some things that we needed to change and, and, you know, sure. and I could see sure. it needed to be, um, better. Uh, we had to move. I had, so I had my MacBook for the zoom, uh, going for the kids and the pro presenter, all that good stuff. I had my mini iPad going for the Facebook, our Facebook live so that other people could, uh, uh, join in. And then I had my iPhone going for Instagram and they were just stacked together, just, just following everything. So it was, uh, it was interesting. Well, it again, you, you, approached a problem as creatively as you could. You looked at it and I just love hearing that. I mean, uh, we're at a point in history really where students are completely comfortable with whatever we throw at them digitally. And so it's, it's actually, I mean, you guys are younger than I am by far. And, but for, for most folks now, it's the, the, the people who are trying to put things on that have more difficulty with it than those that are receiving it. And so uh, yeah, I'm just excited. Zach, before we go to Chris, do you have anything else that you're doing specifically that you'd like to share, um, ways that you're connecting with your students through technology? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I just try to stay up to date with them. I try to message them uh, at least every day or every other day just to talk to them, interact with them because, I mean, they're cooped up in the house and teenagers, all they're going to be doing is playing video games or watching TikTok nowadays. So, I mean, if my wife can watch TikTok all the time, I'm sure my teens are watching TikTok all the time. Um, so, you know, we just need to give something for them to do other than, uh, you know, it's funny because we talk about, you know, it seems like everything's got to be over screen now with everything that's going on. But I feel like you right. need to just, you know, encourage them to do other things um, other than being on a screen, um, mm-hmm. you know, for video games or TikTok or their phone or whatever it may be. Encourage them to do something. You know, whether it be read a book or or, uh, you know, play a game, some card games with, you know, their family or whatever that might be. Uh, So trying to encourage them to do those things. Um, Now, if you're talking about video games, I did text a 
student yesterday and said, hey, give me your username. And he's, a, he's an Xbox player. I'm a PlayStation guy. So there might be some problems with that. But I know a lot of things are cross-platform now. So I, I went ahead and told him to give me his, uh, his, his information so that we could try and play together. Um, Rocket League, baby. Hey, yes. That's my game. Hey, can I join you guys with my Nintendo 64? Do it. Sure, Chris. <laughs> I've got it set up in my living room. <laughs> with your dial-up modem. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, all right, Zach. Well, I appreciate that mu- very much. Uh, Chris, is there anything else that, that you're doing? I know that you guys have actually talked, so there may be some overlap there. Uh, but how are you approaching this with your with your students? Yeah, Dan, I, I don't think I could really add a whole lot more than as far as advice and what Zach said. I mean, we're I'm doing a lot of the same things that he's doing. One, one thing that I've just I'm sitting here thinking about um, in in just this whole conversation, and of course, I know we're talking about how to connect with our kids creatively, but um, you know, I think the I think it's just really important because you keep saying it that we that we make a point in connecting with our group. Mm-hmm. And I and I want to go back to what what I said about our church uh, and apply it here within our student ministry is, man, connect with your students. So if you're listening to this, you, you may not you may not be in a in a church that is positioned in a place that has all these you know resources available to you. you. You may be sitting there and saying, you know, I've got a budget of $50 this month and I don't need to spend that because we're afraid of what giving is going to look like this month. Um, so if that's you, then, then don't, don't think that we're, we're looking past you or, or, or talking past you. I, the point is connect with your group. Um, and so I, I just jotted down a couple of things that, that came to my mind in this is, you know, when you connect with your group, don't try to to reach the world with one video, right? So if, if maybe you say, I'm going to, man, I'm going to record our Wednesday night service or, or something like that, man, don't be so um, callous to your group. Don't try to just do this big production um, in order to try to keep up with everybody else. You need to connect with your group um, and don't think that you have to do it perfectly. Um, and so Dan, to say that, um, you know, kind of what my mindset is, you know, I, my, my group, I've got a, uh, a solid, um, you know, 15 to 20 teenagers that are coming to our youth group, you know, each Wednesday night. And there's about, there's about eight to 10 of those guys. So roughly, you know, 45 to 50% of them that, that don't have social media and that don't have phones. So that changes the way that I connect with them. Um, mm, yeah. and, and so, yes, I'm using zoom, but I'm also, I'm in, I'm in conversation with their parents and saying, Hey, here's how I would like for us to, to meet. And, and really what I want to do is I'm not going to try to put on a big production of a service on Wednesday night. Uh, I really want to just simulate us getting around a table and having a conversation and, and really doing kind of a small group type within that, that virtual setting. That's what I'm trying to do for my group. And, uh, and I love what Zach is saying, you know, making it fun, uh, and doing those headband things. You know, there's a couple of, you know, if if you're looking for resources that um, are doing some really cool things for youth pastors and for families during this time and making resources free, um, I would encourage anybody to go to axis.org 
A-X-I-S dot O-R-G. Um, and another one would be downloadyouthministry.com. Both of those sites are, are ones that I go to, Corona or no Corona. But um, right now during this during this uh, this difficult time, both of those sites, both of those creators are are making some really cool content for you, uh, and and they're making it free. So I'd, I'd encourage you to check that out. But um, the last thing I would say, Dan, and then I'm gonna pitch it back to you is really this time has has made me stop and reassess what the most important things are in our ministry here at Garrett. And, um, you know, and, and really th- this can be kind of a painful time for some of us maybe because maybe we're finding out that, you know what, I'm relying a little bit too much on uh, doing games rather than spending time around the word. And, Maybe, maybe, maybe you find that you you rely a little bit too much on uh, technology or you know fill in the blank. One thing I'm I'm learning here is um, is that uh, you know I I do personally um, rely a lot on a physical setting like most people do, and um, and so I'm having to reassess just what that looks like. But I'm I'm very thankful that. The, the main thing that, that we do every Wednesday night with our students isn't an icebreaker game and it, it's not uh, you know getting around a ping pong table and playing jungle pong, even though those are fun. The most important thing that we do where we spend the most of our time on Wednesday night is in the Word of God. And so your, your students have the Word of God on their phones in their houses and, and you can text them, you can call them, you can drive them to the word of God. I promise you the word of God is going to have a lot much, a lot more to say and a lot better things to say than, um, me or any other youth pastor during this time. So Mm -hmm. I, I would encourage, I would encourage anybody listening to this to, um, just make it a point to connect with your group, whatever that may look like and to drive your students to the word of God as much as you can. Man, that's, that's good, Chris. I mean, this, that's what it's all about. We want to share God's word with students and, and all of these technology pieces that we have, it's, it's all for that purpose. And so I just want to encourage you today, if you're struggling, if you are thinking, I can't do this, I can't make my youth group look like it does on Wednesday nights. I can't figure that out. Well, understand, it doesn't have to look the same. Our job, though, keeping the main thing the main thing, is giving them God's Word. And so if you have some questions that you'd like to bounce off of these guys, Chris, what's a good email for you? Youthpastor at gmbchope.org. All right, that'll be in the show notes. And Zach, the same with you. What What's a good email for you? Lee at insideoakpark.com. There you go. Well, again, if you have questions for these guys, if you want to just bounce off some ideas from any of us, um, you'll find those email addresses in the show notes. Uh, We want to make this available to you. Uh, We wanted to come on today and just give you some encouragement and perhaps spark some ideas. Uh, But hopefully, if nothing else, just point you to connecting with your students and giving them the Word of God because it's important. Well, thanks for joining us in the conversation today on Student Ministry Matters. I hope that you have a great week as you seek 
to minister to students. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.